0: The day before I moved out of the state, I had a going-away party. One of my co-workers was very uh, close to me, you know, almost the whole year that I worked there. So I thanked everybody, went home. I think I was getting ready for bed, brushing my teeth or something, and I heard a knock on the door. And there was a friend of mine, and she wanted to uh, do things with me. And she was married, and she had kids.
1: Hmm. I think we know what he's talking about here, don't we? This is Intentional Living, uh, continuing a really important, serious topic and uh, really for adult ears, I guess, the next few minutes as we talk about how do you manage uh, for God's glory, for your own safety, for not having regrets in your family, for honoring God and just being smart, your, your marriage relationship, but that includes how do you view and manage uh, friendships outside of your marriage of the opposite sex, through work, church, whatever. We, If you missed yesterday, you need to listen to that. You really do. And then we're going to continue uh, today. Uh, if you want to leave a comment with us, you're welcome to do that at 888-888-1717 on our storyline. I'm Dr. Randy along with Jennifer and Steven and Derek uh, managing Facebook today. Welcome to Facebook, friends. Uh, you can post a comment there as well uh, or leave your comment on our phone line at 1717. Let's see. I want you to hear the rest of that call. Uh, that started the show today with Ray and then we'll go to some calls live coming in here, but uh, let's get back and hear the rest of that story from Ray.
0: A long time ago, I was um, working at a company when I was working the uh, evening shift and there was uh, one other guy and there was three uh, women who worked on that shift and we got to be really good friends. I have, was in a city that I had never lived before and you know we got really close and uh Then I decided that I was going to move out of state, so I did, and the day before uh, I moved out uh, of the state, I had a going-away party, and uh, one of my coworkers was very uh, close to me all, all those, you know, almost the whole year that I worked there, and so I thanked everybody, went home to my apartment, and as soon as I was kind of, I think I was getting ready for bed, brushing my teeth or something, and I heard a knock on the door. And there was that that friend of mine that, and she wanted to uh, do things with me, and I. And she was married; and she had kids, mm. and at that moment, my upbringing kicked in. My mom's a strong faith woman; she uh, she taught me a lot in all the years, and that's when I decided. oh well, God, no, mom, what would mom do? You know, <laughs> so that's when my faith kicked in, and I said. You know, I'm sorry, but I can't do this to your boys. That's the first thing that I said. I can't do this to your sons, and I cannot do this to your husband. I, I can't do it. So I told her, can, can you please leave? And she did. And I never heard back from her again. And it's funny because, yeah, about a couple of months ago, I was uh, just going through Facebook and I just kind of, you know, typed some names of some old friends that I remember back in, in those days. And she came up and uh, there's no mention of her husband. I don't know if he if he's still around. But I saw photos of her sons on Facebook and her grandkids, and I thought to myself, "Man, could mm-hmm. I have screwed up this family?" I thank thank you, Jesus, for giving me the strength to 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 not give in to this. So I beg and plead, you know, all men and unmarried men, you know, just be strong, you know, be grounded, That's right. and mm-hmm. God will help you.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. Listen, Ray, you said it. Because you could have acted differently and look back with regret later. Now you can look back and say, "I did the right thing," and I love that. What would mom do? <laughs> if you had the right kind of mom, that's maybe that's a we got to get some uh, new wrist bands. What would mom do? <laughs> yeah, it is something like this. Talking about opposite sex friendships outside your marriage, and of course, here at Intentional Living, we're not suggesting that you don't have, you know, a friend. You're going to have that at work, you're going to have a church. The question is, where is it headed? Yesterday we added some uh, questions that you need to ask yourself. I'll get to some more of those today as we talk about opposite-sex friendships and some of the questions you need to ask yourself about those. Okay. Let me go to, uh, let me see. Um, I have Stacy is on the line in Tennessee. Hi, Stacy, how you doing?
2: Hey, great. How are you?
1: Good, good. Uh, what do you think on this? What do you want to add to this topic?
2: Well, um, I've been married for 25 years, and we got married super young, and we were super immature and super stupid. <laughs> and um, we we are both Christians, and so we have stayed married for 25 years, but the first decade of our marriage was super bad. And mm-hmm. We didn't have kids, but we were just basically a hot mess, and we had friendships with other people. Um, you know, it just it turned into, I'm going to speak for myself, not my husband, but I, I went outside the marriage, you know, as a woman for um, a relationship, and, you know, even to this day of being married for 25 years, we have to um, revisit a lot of things, a lot of the times on the things that we did in the first decade of our marriage. And so I personally feel it's very dangerous to have um, relationships with the opposite sex unless your husband is or wife is actually part of that relationship. And to be alone or be talking on the phone or texting or having those kinds of conversations between two people that are not married um, is super dangerous in my opinion
1: yeah I think you know and you and of course you not only have an opinion you've brought evidence of that from your own life that's right uh to the table yeah, today
2: it it ruined a lot of relationships and and the um friendships you know were uh not salvageable obviously and um so, it, it you know, it creates a lot of animosity when, because I think as a woman, you want to feel, you know, valued, and you want the attention, and if you're having trouble with your husband, which often, if you're married long enough, people go through hard times. It's just mm-hmm. inevitable in a marriage. Yeah. And so for a woman, that that extra attention feels really good, and so Satan gets in there and puts lies in your head like, well, what about this, or what about that, and your husband's doing this, and he's not doing this, and... You know, and same for men, I'm sure, uh, the lies, my husband's not, or my wife's not doing this for me, or she should be doing this for me. And it just leaves a lot of open doors for something to happen.
1: Well, you're also a story of a reconciliation. You guys put it back together. Yeah. What, did the, what did that take? What, what was required of you to, to get to where you are today?
2: Um, a lot of hard work, a lot of counseling. Christian counselor. I, I definitely think counseling is good for people that are going through anything in their marriages. But counseling boundaries. Um, I'll speak for myself. I've set a lot of boundaries for myself, and because um, when I was doing all those things, I would make excuses. Well, I'm doing this, but it's not that big of a deal, or I'm I'm going to draw my line here, and you know, and it's not that, but but my line was way too far. And so now I've acknowledged the truth of it is those are lies I was believing that I shouldn't have been doing any of the stuff I was doing. And the line is that you don't have an extramarital relationship with an opposite sex person unless your husband is super involved in that relationship yeah. or or wife. Yeah. But we've worked really hard. Um, It it still causes problems today. Sometimes, you know, with insecurities and things pop back up and the devil tries to use that to kind of, you know, mess up the marriage or, but we're committed to the marriage and we're going to stay married and we have kids now, you know, and we want to raise them in the right way. And so it's just being very intentional about, okay, this, I see our, uh, we're going in this direction and we need to pull it back over to this direction.
1: Right. Well, good for you. Well, congratulations. Mm-hmm. And, and thank you for sharing the, you know, the intimacy of your story with others. And hopefully, there's some man or some woman listening today who's starting in that path and saying, wow, mm-hmm. this was a warning reminder and will make a different decision. I we, hope so. We I appreciate so. that. Thank you for listening and keep mm-hmm. listening there in beautiful Tennessee.
2: Yeah, thank you so much.
1: All right. Appreciate it. Appreciate your call. Um, I wrote a book a few years ago called Star for Affection. Uh, you know, why we crave it Because the research shows Affection is a big deal in marriage And in one of the chapters I talk about opposite sex friendships And I, I used a list That was created by my friend And former co-worker Dr. Todd Lineman uh, Who is a psychologist And uh, consultant here in Tucson And he, he developed a list Of 20 questions to ask yourself To kind of determine Sort of a, sort of a quiz Is this a problem in your marriage or in your life? And I shared a few of them yesterday. Let me just share a few of them with you again uh, from this list. Um, Here's one of the questions he suggests. Do you often reference or talk about your friend with others? In other words, are they on your mind? Uh, Has your spouse ever expressed concern about your friendship? Wow, that's a red flag. Is your relationship with your friend Ever a source of tension or conflict between you and your spouse? Have you ever ignored or minimized your spouse's request to end or modify the relationship with that friend? How about this one? Have you ever deceived or misled your spouse about matters concerning your friendship? And there's more questions. Uh, This is in the book, by the way, Star for Affection, um, that I wrote a few years ago, book to help us. Figure out why we crave it and how we can receive it in the most important relationship here on earth, and that's our marriage. Talking about opposite sex friendships, um, love to have you join in with your comments on our storyline at 888 1717 I think we need to take a break, don't we? Let's take the break, and then we'll be right back.
3: This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson intentional living is furnished by parent talk incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners this program is not a substitute for professional counseling medical financial or legal advice intentional living is not intended to be therapy by radio we are intentional living and we'll be right back have you ever been so wrapped up in the big picture that you completely miss out on a crucial detail trust me it happens Sometimes the key to success lies in those tiny nuances that we tend to overlook. In Dr. Randy's teaching, when small things aren't so small, you'll learn four ways you can actually achieve success by diving into those seemingly insignificant issues beneath the surface. When you support intentional living with a monthly gift, we'll email you Dr. Randy's teaching featuring a new topic each month, as well as a bonus teaching on various topics that will help you live an intentional life for Christ. And when you give right now, we have something special for you from Dr. Randy's bookshelf. Max Lucado's Outlive Your Life. You were made to make a difference. Max makes the book of Acts come alive and applies it to the 21st century. To receive this month's teaching and the book by Max Lucado, call 888-888-1717 today. Or visit TheIntentionalLife.com. That's TheIntentionalLife.com.
4: Join Dr. Randy Carlson for laughter and inspiration at the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night. On
1: our first date, I took Donna to the football game. She leans over to me and says, Randy, my hands are cold. I say, why don't you sit on them? <laughs> my goal is to help you see today that you can go from where you are today to love and respect.
4: Join Dr. Randy at the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night Saturday, November 4th at 7 p.m. at New Beginnings Church in Albuquerque. Register now at theintentionallife.com.
1: All right, Jennifer's shaking her head, a Don Juan I ain't, all right? That's true, that was a cold night, I'm a practical guy, head guy, I got a problem, fix the problem, and instead of saying, oh, let me hold your hands close to my heart and warm your hands tonight, I'm thinking, the woman's got a problem and her hands are cold, if she sits on them, we'll take care of it. Hello. <laughs> pretty bad, isn't it, Jennifer? That's pretty awful. Well, we've been married a few years since then, and that's, uh, I've, I've improved a little bit, I think. We're talking about uh, our marriage and the, the importance of really having that glue in our bond and our relationship, and I would just say, if, if you find yourself struggling with this thing about a friendship, being drawn to a friendship outside of your marriage, you don't really focus on what's going on in my marriage It may be causing this, or what's going on in my life that's causing it, and, and whatever the case is, to really work on that, get that fixed. For God's glory and for your benefit, okay? And by the way, coming up in Albuquerque, you heard her mention uh, that I'm going to be there November the 4th for an intentional love marriage date night. We're going to have a great time. It's limited seating at the church. And once it's full, it's full and it's been selling quickly. We want you to be there again coming up November the 4th, Albuquerque. And you can uh, get your tickets, bring some friends with you, maybe a small group. Get the Grandma and Grandpa to watch the kids and then come on out and uh, enjoy an evening uh, with us here. Again, Albuquerque, November 4th. Go to TheIntentionalLife.com. TheIntentionalLife.com. Click on the events and all the information is there for you. Okay? TheIntentionalLife.com. Hi, Dr. Andy. My name
4: is Lisa from Phoenix, and I'm just letting everyone know if you're in a relationship and you befriend the opposite sex weigh your options before you do anything with that other person understand that you need god in your life i made the choice of following myself and at this moment my husband and i are still working on our relationship and this time around, we're doing it with God in our lives, and we're actually seeing progress, and we're starting to heal from that. And there is hope out there when you believe in God and you have God in your life, and He's the one in charge of your relationship. All the ladies to know if are thinking about it or if, you know, anyone, the opposite sex, makes a move. Weigh off. This person that I want to have a fling with is not worth. it. He's not going to be there for you. He's not going to help
1: you with this or any other problems. Hey, listen, we're getting real here today, getting real big time at intentional living. And I want to throw out this um, reminder that God is a God of hope and restoration and reconciliation. And so, no matter where you are, what you've done. Um, let God move in your heart. Get some healing going on in your life. And that marriage that you're in, it can be restored. It can, in many cases, it can be restored. It can be rebuilt. It can be better than ever. And I've, listen, I've been all over the country. I've talked to thousands of people. And I've heard stories of people say our marriage is better now than ever. We went through hellish experiences. Maybe of our own doing. But God stepped in and we humbled ourselves and, God did an amazing thing, and we've got a testimony of God's goodness. Some of you could raise your hand to that today. So this is not a hopeless discussion. It's a hope-filled discussion and a warning discussion as we move forward from this point that God is a God of healing and restoration. But if you're digging the hole, stop digging. That's the first thing. Stop digging. And then allow God to help you fill that hole back in and make some better decisions moving forward, okay? All right. Let's continue with uh, Margaret. Uh, Margaret, what's your story?
5: I've been on both sides, Doctor Randy. Um, I was in a situation where I needed transportation to and from work. It was a necessity and convenience, and things started going south in because we were alone more and more. Mm. Um, this is a male coworker, mine. And what do you do when you number one, like the car's not working? You don't drive. You have shift work or your kids are the contact and you're put alone. So that's one question. You basically can't avoid and you can't quit your work. The other side of it was I, I left my husband emotionally empty as far as his work was concerned because it was so foreign to me. I wasn't willing to take the time or effort to learn what was interesting to him. And along came a woman who very much wanted to shoot me. She already shared that arena with him. And I accidentally picked up the phone to call someone and just was devastated. As I think I stood there probably for 20 minutes the phone after they hung up, realizing that I was about to lose my husband to this woman mm. because she very, very clearly was interested in him. And I don't think he had a clue. But I had met her briefly, I arranged to meet her, and I confronted her, and she confessed to me, yeah, I find your husband very attractive. And I said, but he's taken, he's mine. And I said, you can't have him, but I'll pray with you. And she got up and left the table at that, and she just got up and left.
1: Well, where's the state of your marriage today?
5: My husband passed away a few years back. Oh. Um, we had been married about 10... My hus- my son was about 10 years old at this point with this woman. Um, the, first, it, the first issue was when I was first at a work, and we were newly married. Um, and I am actually the one that made alternate arrangements. So I wasn't with that person, because I realized that this wasn't going to go as no. well if I proceeded.
1: Thank you for sharing your story. What honesty today? You know there are some things that you can do to manage opposite sex friendships while you can uh, strengthen your marriage, and I want to share some of them with you before we wrap up the show here in a couple minutes. So uh, let's see. Let, I think the, let, let's get uh, CJ on, um, and then I'll share some of these uh, these points with you. CJ, w- w- what's your experience?
6: Well, Doctor Carlson, uh, I've been uh, hearing uh, you know uh, some of the references you made in your your top ten list there definitely found out that was true. I should say we're courting. We're kind of going back because uh, my girlfriend currently was in a uh, failed marriage. I had two engagements that failed and both of them were because of relationships that we Mm. had tried to maintain outside of the one that we were in. So, uh, and just friendships obviously started out innocent enough, but we decided that you know we're going to start this thing very, very slow. We've been hurt in the past, and we just believe in having same sex friendships, um especially at church when um you know I'm very involved in the church. but even when we're ministering to people, we you know we'll we'll push off the opposite sex to our partner because we just don't want to create any problems there. I mean, we're yeah. we would want us to be friends first. We don't so we just try to focus on same sex relationships as much as possible because we don't want to set the wrong example.
1: Successful people are intentional about the words that they speak. The next word that comes out of their mouth. I think successful people are intentional about the next minute and how they're going to use it. I think successful people are intentional how they spend the next dollar. Very intentional. That's an excerpt from our teaching this month on, uh, from our master class on this topic of how small things can make a difference in your life. Small things uh, add up to become big things. You know, we've taught over the years, making sure you put the big things or the big rocks in first, and then the little things kind of fit around. But here's the problem. Sometimes we get the big rocks in there. In other words, we know the four or five major goals that we have, but then we put in the wrong little things to support it. We get off track. Little things become big things. The devil's in the details, as you know. I, I, I think that's true. He loves the details in our life. He messes up there. He doesn't have to worry about the big things. And I think that fits into what we've been talking about today with your stories. How much honesty have we heard? And I want to I wrap it up here. I have just a few minutes, I think. Um, some of the things I wrote about in the book, Star for Affection, there were there were eight ways to manage opposite-sex friendships, Why you're strengthening your marriage, number one is to make your relationship with Christ your number one priority. Make that your number one priority. I believe if you do that and you're intentional about it, and Christ is your number one priority and you're building that relationship, and as we say, for God's glory, everything that I'm doing, that's going to be an immediate guardrail in your life. Doesn't mean you're totally immune from the temptation. That's there. That's part of being inhuman. But uh, make your relationship with Christ your number one priority. Number two, develop and consistently nurture a best friend relationship with your spouse. You know, the research shows that those that have a friendship with their spouse are more likely to have a long-term marriage. In other words, not we're just married, but we're best friends. That's really what uh, the research shows. Also, address unmet needs and unresolved anger in your marriage. If there's issues that are underlying your marriage that are a tension point, resolve those things. There's something about if I'm resolving something with with my spouse, I'm not going to be as interested with someone else. I'm not going to divert from that. I'm not going to ignore that problem. I'm going to deal with that problem. Uh, Number four, be sure that your spouse knows your friend and is completely comfortable with that relationship. If he or she isn't, end it. It's that simple. If they're not comfortable, end it. Be accountable. What does that mean? Do you have guys, do you have men in your life that can hold you accountable, can look you in the eye and say, how's it going? And you can be honest with them, and they can look right square through you. This isn't going to be your spouse. That's your accountability partner. That's somebody else. And ladies, it's for you as well. Uh, here's another one. Avoid close opposite sex friendships if you are struggling in your marriage relationship or if your friend is struggling or seems emotionally needy. It may not be a problem for you, but it may be a big huge problem for them, right? And if they're emotionally needy, well, we know how where that can go. Uh, avoid a close uh, friendship with anyone to whom you are physically or emotionally attracted. What does that mean? I think what that means is you gotta stop and ask, why is that why was I attracted to this person? Why are we friends? If you find out that it's because we're emotional, I'm emotionally attracted or physically attracted to them, that's a warning sign. And then avoid close friendships with opposite sex singles. Now that'll kinda of speak for itself. That's a different dynamic. And I know many of you listening today are thinking, Boy, this guy is really old fashioned here. Um you know what? What I'm sharing with you is biblical. And frankly, it's wise. It'll it'll help you avoid some of the regrets in life that others, you've heard their stories. That's why we share these stories. Because we don't want you to go there. And they don't want you to go there. And so if we can catch you on the front end here, maybe taking some of this and saying, hey, listen, intentional living is about... Less regrets. I tell people often that's really the focus. We want you to live a life of more comfort and peace and joy, bringing glory to God, less regrets in your life. Live your life so you can finish strong. Now, I need to say, those of you who are living in the, sort of in the deep end of regret right now from everything we've talked about, God is a God of forgiveness and reconciliation and healing in your life And I've seen it, and I believe it, and I've told you of the thousands of people I've talked to all over the country, the number of stories that I've heard from people who've said, we were there, and this is where we are now. And it's a totally different place. It's a healthy place. It's a growing place. It's a healing place. Often these people have ministries to other couples in their life because they've learned so much. They want to share with others. God isn't done with you yet. So we share this as a kind of a, a warning reminder and also an encouragement that uh, God is a God of healing. And it begins today to just be honest with yourself, acknowledge this, and get help. Talk to the right people. Talk to your pastor. Find a Christian counselor. Talk to a trusted, godly friend. And uh, find some help and healing in your life and potentially in your marriage. Love your feedback so we can pray with you. Comment line is always open, Triple AAA, 1717. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks for your support. If you believe that this message of intentional living needs to be spread around the world, your, your dollars, frankly, help us do it. And your monthly support's making a difference. Come and join us at theintentionallife.com. If you want to join us for a night of talking about marriage, and enjoying and celebrating and laughing and learning some serious things that can make your marriage a whole lot better and you're anywhere near albuquerque on november the 4th you can join us november 4th for an intentional love marriage date night ticket information available at the dr randy here for jennifer steven and derek thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time have a great day